0: Okay, we're beginning here on the top of Kuf Amud Bet by the two dots. The Gemara had concluded discussing the sources for Rabbi Eliezer's position that Machshirei Mitzvah are dochim et a shabbat The last one that we left off with was Milah. Where did Rabbi Eliezer know that Machshirei Milah are dochim et a shabbat The Gemara concluded, Now the Gemara moves on and says, no ela Milah. One and only argue on Rebbe Leezer with regards to Machshir and Mila, that they are not Doche Shabbat. Aval Mila Gufa, becomes the comes to Mila itself, it is not Shabbat. Everybody agrees that Mila is Doche Shabbat. Minolan, where do we know this from? Where do we have a source for the fact that Mila is Doche Shabbat? So Amar Ula, there is no source. Halakha, it's simply la LeMoshe Misinai. It's an oral tradition from Moshe from Sinai. Then Milah is Dokha Shabbat. And we similarly we find from Rabbi Yitzchak that he thinks that it's Alacha, the Moshe Mis Sinai that Milah is Dukha ta Shabbat. Gemara now is gonna go on an adventure through the remainder of the daf, looking at different perspectives or options for Milah Ducha et Shabbat. Here we had the first one which was Allah Moshe, Mis Sinai. And now we're going to have different alternatives that are going to be offered. And the Gemara is going to test each of those alternatives. Just quickly, in terms of Milah, Milah actually falls into three different categories. So we call Milat Katan. Milat Katan is a Milah of a young child on the eighth day, proper time for Milah. There's a Milah of a Gado, which is a Milah after the person's reached the age of Bar Mitzvah. And the Gemara uses a term called Milah benonit. It's a Milah of a child over the age of eight days, but below the age of 13, before they become a Gadol. It's called the Mila Ben-Unit. So the Gemara is going to separate or look at each one of these independently to figure out when they are Docha Shabbat or if they are Ducha Et Shabbat. It's one thing we need to know. thing we need to know is with regards to Tzarat. it comes to Negaim, that a person has on their body, there's a restriction against removing a Nega from one's body. The Torah says, Be careful, don't. Remove the tzaraat from your body, and that's a said that you may not remove tzaraat from your body. In the parshiot of Mitzorah, Torah actually repeats the parsha twice. That's one parsha for an ashir, and then one parsha for a dal or a poor person, because the karmenot are different between an ashir and an ani, and therefore the Torah separates them into two parshiot and does a complete repetition of the parsha. Since it does a complete repetition of the parsha many times, the mara goes to the parsha for extraneous words or because Parsha was repeated identically now the grammar says mateve minayin the piguah nefesh shducha et shabbat i will not the piguah nefesh override shabbat Milas ben Azariu M'amilash shaladam Docha et HaShabbat M'ilash Docha et HaShabbat And that's talking About one limb Of an individual Kavachomer Nefesh Certainly P'Kuach Nefesh Which involves The entire body Of the individual that should be Docha et HaShabbat V'Yisal If that is the limud For P'Kuach Nefesh That we're bringing From the Tosefta That doesn't make So much sense Because you're saying To me That the source For Milad Dukhat Hashabbat is a halacha. Halacha is halacha le Moshe Mitzraynai. Kavach or mehalach amiyati. You can't apply logical arguments to halacha le Moshe Mitzraynai. Rashi formulates it. Lo nitna Torah Shabbat li darish biyud gimel midot. The yud gimel midot that we say in Rabbi Shmuel every morning. That is a methodology for looking at Torah Shabbat. That's the way to interpret. Torah Shebechtab. That's not a way to interpret Torah, Torah Shebe'alpeh. And Allah al Moshe is included in the Torah Shebe'alpeh. Or the other way to say it is that Allah al Moshe is exceptional. The fact that it's Allah Ha'la Moshe means that it's not your regular path of halacha, regular path of din. Therefore, you can't apply the regular rules to it. It's an exception to the rule. It's in its own world. It's in its own world. You then can't apply logical arguments to say oh, if it's true here it'll be true somewhere else. The Gemara here is rejecting the understanding or possibility possibility that it's loch of the Moshe because we have a Tosefta that tries to learn from Milah to B'Kuach Nefesh you can only learn from Milah to B'Kuach Nefesh if I have a Limud in the Torah for Milah and then I try to extend it logically I can't do that if it's based on a Allah of the Moshe No, because that's within the world of Torah Shebikta, because the makes it as if it's written in that location and then I can extend it logically from that location I, I, I mean that what? I haven't mentioned to do That I'm with C. What's the The is that if I have a mitzvah to take care of one Aver, which is the Mila. And it's Dokha Shabbat. I have a mitzvah to take care of my life, Vichai to take care of my health. So that mitzvah that involves all my Avarim should also be Dokha Tashabbat. Like one mitzvah that deals with a single Avar, and I have another mitzvah that deals with my whole body. So if the mitzvah about my Avar is Dokha Tashabbat, the then certainly the mitzvah to take care of my entire body is Dokha at Shabbat. You could argue, and the Gemara is gonna do this a number of times, that maybe the mitzvah of Milah is different, which is what you're suggesting. Maybe Milah is a unique type of mitzvah, and maybe you can't extract from it. There are ways to undermine the Kav chomer. In the end, this is just a tosefta that makes a suggestion. We're not going to do these today, but there are the Limudim in the Gemara and Yoma. The Gemara spends a lot of time. There are numerous Limudim as to why B'Kuach Nefesh is at the Shabbat says, And how can I prove to you that we do not make logical arguments on top of Allah HaMoshiach Misinai? Because, Amrlo Rabbi Lazar Akiva, meaning Rabbi Akiva, Etzim Kisaurah Mitamei Allah Ha. The reason that an Etzim Kisaurah makes a Nazir Tamei and causes a problem for a Nazir is Allah HaMoshiach Misinai. Revia Kal Kalvachomer? And you want to learn out from Etzim Kisaurah to Revia Dam? in a Kav through a logical argument. Ve'in me'alacha. You may not learn a logical argument out of HaLoch HaLemoshem Yisinai. Etzem Gishe Ura, is a bone of a niftar devour that is the size of a Saraz barley seed. That etsem can be mitamei be maga If you come into contact with it, if you carry it or move it, then the person becomes temei, tumat, tamate. dam, which is vietalug of dam, is not only mitamei be magaumasa, it's also mitamei be ohel. Not only does it have the same tumot that etsem kisura has, it has an additional tumah, which is that if it's found inside of a house or an ohel, it's metamey, everything in the house. So it's clear that Revit Dam is more Khamur than etzem kise ora. And we know by etzem kise ora that it undermines the count of the Nazir. The Nazir comes into contact with the etzem kise ora. He will lose his count. He has to be himself and he has to restart his nizirut. So Rekiva says it's an extension. It should be logical. If etzem keeps ora undermines the Nizirut, then certainly Reviat Hadam should undermine the Nizirut. Revelazar rejects this limut of Rabbi Akiva because it says, Etzim Kisorah, that it ruins the Nizirut, is not explicit from the Psukim. That's Allah Halamosh Misinai. So Allah Halamosh Misinai, you cannot then overlay an Allah Halamosh Misinai a Ka'bah a logical argument. That's not allowed. Here the Gemara proves the point that it's making, that if the Tosefta is trying to make a Ka'bah from Milah, it's clear that they don't think Mila is Allah because you cannot apply a Kalvachomer to a Allah So now the Gemara has to say, Elam Rabbi Allahza, gives an alternative. Atya ot, ot, that the Limbud is actually ot, ot meaning that by Mila it's written Oat and by Shabbat it's written Ot, and therefore, the oat of Mila overrides the oat of Shabbat, As we know by Shabbat it says so that Oti is written by Shabbat the Pashat Kitisa and Mila it says Vaya la Oat Brit, so oat oat come and say that it's Doche Shabbat. It says that it should be an oat on your arm, so that should also be lit Shabbat. villain should be Doche Shabbat. Not in the literal sense like Milah, which is Doche Shabbat, but one should then wear Tefillin on Shabbat. Ella, give another alternative. Atya, Brit, Brit. It says Brit by Milah, and it says Brit by Shabbat. And therefore, the Milah will be Doche at Shabbat. Because you have, by Shabbat, it says the Dorotam Brit Olam. And by Milah, it says, Et Briti Heifar. That if someone does not have a Milah, Et Briti Heifar. So Brit, Brit teaches me that. So Umar says, And this is what I noted to you before. That there's a difference within Mila to different individuals. How do I know that this brief is talking about a Gadol? Because it says... At briti therefore he'll be punished with karet. The only person punished with karat is a gadol. The word brit appears in a situation where we clearly are talking about a gadol. So maybe only a gadol would be dochet shabbat, not any other form of brit milam. Ella adya dorot dorot. The says, all right, we'll use dorot dorot because by shabbat it says the dorotam brit olam, and by milat katan it says uben shmonat yamim imolachem kozachar zachar le dorot So if dorot dorot has a well, we have tzitzit that also has the term dorot used by it. So maybe that should be Doche Shabbat. of Nachman Yitzchak solves the problem and says, I have all three of them. If I take all three of them together, then I can eliminate anything else. Because Shabbat and Milah are only two that have all three of these terminologies that are used by them of Oat, Brit, and Dorot. The, Fuki, the Hanach then includes all the others, Hu they only have one of these three, they don't have all three of them. So that's the alternative limud that we have, which is Yitzchak. We started out with Ulah, who suggests it's Moshim Sinai. Move to an alternative version, which is Rav Nachman of says, because of wheat, and oats." So those three together will tell you this. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan gives another option, which is, Amar Yom, Vayom, Vayom, Afilu Bishabbat. Because it could have written, Bishmino'i Imo Bishar alato. Instead it says, Uvayom HaShmini Imo Bishar Alato. That extra Vyom comes to teach you, Milaz shabbat. HaShabbat. Now that works well according to the Chachamim. Rabbi Eliezer, we just saw before, in the end of yesterday's Daf uses a Yom HaShmini Imo Bishar Alato to teach you that, Maxre Milar Dukhat Shabbat. So there, clearly, that can't be the Limud for, Rabbi Eliezer. Rashi himself said earlier and says it again here that obviously he believes that it's Allah Moshe that Shabbat. And as far as the Kalvachomer from the Tosefta Rabbi Eliezer doesn't have to subscribe to that Tosefta we can say the Chachamim are the authors of that Tosefta and Rabbi Eliezer learns Pikuach Nefesh from some other methodology as long as we have one Tana that says that it's not a Lechol Moshem Sinai then we're fine because that Tana could be the author of the Tosefta Rabbi Eliezer clearly does not have this limud that Rabbi Yochanan says this limud is only for the Chachamim anybody who is a mechusar Kapara Dichtibu Bayom Hachanami Shabbat, all the mechuserei Kapara bring their Korban on the Yom HaShmini on the 8th day. These are certain forms of Tumah, like Mitzorah, Zav, zava, that have 7 days of Taharah that they require. At the end of the 7th day they to Tahor, but then they have to bring Korbanot on the 8th day. Period of time between when they have gone to the Mikveh and the sun set on the 7th day. And they bring their Korbanot on the 8th day, they're called mechuserei Kapara. They're missing their Kapara the Kapara being the Korbanot that they bring on the 8th day. When they bring the Korbanot on the day, each time it says there Ubayom Ashmini. So if you're telling me Bayom is the factor that makes it a Shabbat. Then why don't we say, kabara, all their korbanot, should be Dokheta Shabbat. Or it says, I need that to teach you, by they can't bring their korbanot at night. You would have thought, after the seventh day, they're tahor at sunset. So maybe at night, of the eighth, they should be able to bring their korbanot. It says, they can only bring their korbanot the next morning, the next day. So, Mara says if that's the case, if that's the case, you have that same problem about Brit How do you know, you can only do a Brit mila during the day, and not at night? Because it says, that uses Abu It says, "No, we also have the fact that it says, me bench from the eighth day, that is when you have a brit milah. So the word yamim will teach us daytime, and then yom will be extraneous to teach us that it's toche et a shabbat nami, mi nafko. Why by mechuzurei kabra do you need a separate mood? We have a general mood by kodoshim. By kodashim, it says, biyom tzavoto, which is a generic pasuk about all karbonot that are brought in the mishkan, that they are brought during the daytime. So why should mechuzurei kabra be an exception to the rule? If all kodoshim come during the day, and all karbonot are brought during the day, they the Mechuserei Kapara should not be an exception to the rule. So then we're back to square one, which is that we have Yom extraneous by Mila, but we also have an extraneous by Mechuserei Kapara. If that's the case, then Mechuserei Kapara should be Tocheta Shabbat. Even though we learn out the fact that Chodeshim have to be brought during the day because of Yom Tzavato, it's tricha. We still need an extra Bayom by Mechuserei Kapara. This is what I told you before, by the Parsha Mitzorah there are two parashiot of karbanot. There's a parasha of karban for the ashir. There's a parasha of korban for the dao, for the poor person. So we know the Torah had mercy on the poor person and gave him a dispensation to bring a korban that is less than the quote-unquote normal korban that an ashir would bring. So if that's the case, maybe when we gave him that dispensation to bring when he's poor, we also waved the alocha that has to be brought during the day. Because davar yatsamene once you take something out of its general category, maybe it's totally taken out of the category and here you'll be able to bring it at night Nami so maybe I can bring a night that the Bayom teaches me only on the daytime can bring it even when it's even when it's Bidalut, even when a poor person is bringing it if that's the case then why don't we say if you want to change the dynamic over here maybe you could suggest that these individuals would also be fine a czar, could do the avoda Onain could do the avoda for them because if you're telling me that the Korban Mitzorah of the Dal of the poor person now got moved categorically out of the world of Kodashim and I now need a specific limud to bring it back into the world of Kodashim to tell you that only during the day and not night maybe the same thing by Kohen who says you need a kosher Kohen to do the avoda by Mitzorah maybe you can have a czar who's not a Kohen do it Maybe you can have a Onain. Kohen Onain is someone who has one of the seven relatives that they are Chayabli Tabela and pass away before they are buried. That day they're considered to be an Onain. And Onain is Pasul Avoda in the Mikdash. Because by the Kohen Kadol it says that he may not leave the Mikdash. And his Avoda is not Mikhulal the implications from that are that a regular kohen must leave the Mikdash and his avodah is but maybe in this case we should waive all requirements you're telling me that the Mitzorah Ani doesn't have the regular requirements of kodashim. then why do you need a kohen? why do you need even a kohen that is kosher in other places where it says the Pasuk brought it back in once the Pasuk brought it back in it brought it back into the world of Karbanot the word of Yom tells me that now it has the regular din of kodashim. this Dao this poor person who has a separate category within Mitzorah, even though we moved into that set of category, the word Bayom teaches me that it's not different than regular Kodashim. So once the word Bayom brings them back into the world of Kodoshim, now everything is similar to what Kodashim were before. So I had a Havamina that it should be outside the world of Kodoshim because it has an unusual dispensation not to give the regular Korban. I had the word Bayom to tell me, no, it has all the regular rules of Kodashim. Once it has the regular rules of Kodashim, that includes no zar, no Onein, all the regular rules that apply to any other Kodoshim. Now we've solved that problem. Now the Gemara says, there's another alternative. It says on the 8th day, even if it falls down on Shemat. Meaning that when it says it's done on the 8th day, it's the 8th day, irrespective of what day the 8th day is. That could include Shabbat. Right, that Shmini comes to teach me that you can only do Milah from the 8th day and on. And not before the 8th day. So that Shmini is not extra for Limud. Where it says, Shvi'i mi ben Shmonat right, yamim nafko. We already have ben Shmonat yamim, and it says, Uvayom ha So the word Shmini is mentioned twice. So one Shmini teaches me eighth day and onward. The other Shmini teaches me the eighth day no matter what, including Shabbat. It says, Vakat mi Chad limute Shvi'i, One comes to teach you that Shmini is the day, not before Shmini. But there's also another Limud there, which is it's the eighth day and not... The ninth day. The mitzvah of milah is on the eighth day. If you didn't do it on the eighth day, then you do have to do it on the ninth day. But that is not called Mila b'zmanah. The zmanah is eight and eight only. So one eight teaches me eight and not before eight. The other eight teaches me eight and not after eight. Because eight is the only day when you can do milam. If I only had one shmini written, The only shvi is excluded because the time hasn't come yet. From the 8th day and onward, that's considered the zman of milam. Makes more sense like Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan's limut from the word bayom and not from the word shmini. This is our first rejection of Rabbi by Yaakov's attempt through shmini. We rejected that. Tanya kavatei the Rabbi Yochanan. We have a braiter that supports Rabbi Yochanan's understanding. Udeloker of Achar by That is not like Rabbi Achar. Rabbi Yaakov Tosafot adds Ugdelok Rav Nachman and also like Rabbi Acham by says it comes from oat bread and dorot. This is also not supportive of that position because it says Shmini Imol Afilo It Says Shmini <speaking> that I <in> give a brit <Hebrew> even on Shabbat. So what do I do with the pasuk on Shabbat that says that person who violates the Shabbat is punishable by death? <speaking in Hebrew> That's anything besides the mitzvah of milah maybe Michalala Multimat says that even if you perform a milah it's problematic so then what do I do with the Pasuk that on the 8th day gets a Brit excluding Shabbat so how do I know which way to go here I have a Pasuk that says you cannot do Malachan Shabbat I have a Pasuk that says you give a Brit Mila on the 8th day one of the two has to trump here which one is it is it Milad that trumps, and we do it on the 8th day, irrespective of Michalea Motumat, or the other way around? We say Michalea Motumat despite the obligation to do it on the 8th day. On the day, even Shabbat, that is the limut of Rabbi Yochanan, it says, that Bayom is extraneous, and from that Bayom he learns out that it's Doche Eta Shabbat. I'm a Rabba. now wants to investigate and understand this Breitta that we brought down. It had a Havam in it. First said, is Doche Shabbat. Then it retracts and it says, no, maybe Shabbat overrides Milan. And then it comes to the final conclusion that, Ubayom tells us that Mila is Dukha to Shabbat. What were the stages of thought processes that went through this Breitka? Uh, when he first thought yes, then he thought no, and then he has a livid from the Pasuk. So Rava wants to understand it. Haitana, In the first step, where he found it fine to say that Mila was Dukha Shabbat, what did he think? And then after that, when he said no, maybe Shabbat is, overrides Mila, what was he thinking? Hachikamar, this is what he meant. Shmini imol afilu So it says alite. I do the milah even if it's Shabbat. So, what am I going to do the pasuk by Shabbat that says "mecholam moti mat b'shar melachot chutz mi milah"? But milah is ducher to Shabbat. My timer. What's the reason? We don't have a limud yet. What's the reason that we give precedence to milah? Ka'va It's a Ka'va It's a logical argument. Umat Zorat Shudokha Etad Avodah disqualifies that from doing Avodah in the Mikdash Va'avodah Docha shabbat. And we know that Avodah the Avodah of the Kodeshim in the Mikdash is Docha shabbat. We bring the Korbenei Musaf on Shabbat. We bring the korban Tamid on Shabbat. The Avod on the Mikdash is clearly Docha to Shabbat. So Milah, Docha Uta. And we know that Milah is Docha Tzara. So this is basically the transitive property. Transitive property of Docha. Which is, I have Milah that overrides Tzarat. I have Tzarat that overrides Avodah. And I have Avodah that overrides Shabbat. So if I take the transitive property, that should say that if A is greater than B, B is greater than C, C is greater than D, then certainly A is greater than D. Milah clearly should be greater than Shabbat. Because Milah is Dukha which we're going to learn in a second. That Milah overrides Tzarat. If there's a Baharat a Tzarat, in the Makoma Milah, you still perform the Milah. And a Kawain who has Tzarat is disqualified from doing Avodah. And yet Avoda is Dokata Shabbat. So Mila certainly should be Dokata Shabbat. Shnit din So Gumar says, Umay How do you know that's true? So what is the o'eno? Then Kamari says maybe not. What's the maybe not? How do you know the reason that it ruins the Avodah is because surat is greater? What I said before is A is greater than B, B greater than C, C is greater than D. That creates this transitive property that tells you that A is greater than D, that mila overrides Shabbat. But how do you know the reason that surat overrides avoda is because surat is greater than Avodah? That may not be the case. How do you know that Zerat is more chamor? Maybe Shabbat is more chamor. Because it has all these punishments. Punishment by death. Correct. They're involved with it. has all these warnings of in the Torah. Maybe Shabbat is more chamor. Well, if Shabbat is more chamor, then why does Zerat override Avoda? And then Avoda override Shabbat what happened to that? Ulim Otmar says, How do you know that the reason tzarat overrides Avoda and Avoda overrides Shabbat is because tzarat is a higher level? Maybe the whole problem here is that he's a gavrah who Chazi. He loses his shame Kohen. When he has tzarat. the problem isn't that tzarat is greater than Avoda. It's just that he's not a Kohen when he has tzarat. Just like a Kohen that doesn't wear the Big Day is not a Kohen, so too a Kohen that has tzarat is not a Kohen. It's not because tzarat is more chamur. it's simply a technicality which is, a Kohen who doesn't wear big day is not a Kohen, we're not going to say then big day ga'una are greater than avoda, That's just that without the big day ga'una he's not called a Kohen, so to hear, an individual has tzarat, is not called a Kohen, so that's the problem here umani mikayim shimini chutzmi shabbat, and therefore I can't come to the conclusion that shabbat should be nidchet mipnei because I don't know even though milaz docha tzarat, I don't know the reason that Sarat quote-unquote is greater than Shabbat is because it's really greater. It might be a technicality that Sarat ruins the Goen's ability to do avoda, nothing to do with it being greater than Shabbat. If that's the case, I no longer have the transitive property to have Bilah override Shabbat. So now I'm back to square one, which is I don't know which one trumps. Does Shabbat trump or Mila trump? And that's the conclusion. That's why we need a specific limo to teach us that Mila is greater than Shabbat. So that was the bright door, the way the bright door leads out. I had a half amina that Mila should be greater than Shabbat through the transitive property. And the Gemara rejects that and says, maybe you're misunderstanding the reason for Surat overriding Avod and overriding Shabbat it's not because Zerat is greater, it's a technicality. If that's the case, I can't learn any of this. Maybe it's the other way around. Shabbat overrides Mila because it's greater. It has more Azarot, more Onashim. So if that's the case, I have no conclusion. I can go either way. You can go either way, I don't know. What trumps? Shabbat, Milah? That's what the Brayta concludes at Amalomar of a Yom HaShmini. Yom afidu Bishabbat. That's the logic or the flow of the Brayta. So Banan. We have another brighter now, and again the Gemara is going to dissect the brighter. Mila Docha Tzarat Ben Bizmana Ben Shlo Bizmana. Again, in the previous statement by Rava, we took that for granted that Mila overrides Tzarat. Here we have a statement that Mila overrides Tzarat Ben Bizmana Ben Shlo Bizmana. Whether you do a Mila on the eighth day or whether you do it any other time when you're supposed to do it, it overrides the Tzarat. On the other hand, Yom Tov enu Docha Ela Bizmana Biovat. Then, milah only rides Reom Tov when you do it on eighth day. It's not the eighth day, then it's not Tocha Eta Yom Tov, it's not Tocha shabbat either. Minahani Milet. Where do we know this from? mo You have to do the milah. You have to cut off the bizarre of the Orla. You Even if there's a Baharet, even if there's a Nega there, you cut it off. Umani Mikayem. What am I going to do with the Passog of Ishamer benegat zarat? Which is the restriction against removing zarat from one's body that'll be talking about any other location on the body, you'll be restricted from removing the tzorah, except for the makoma Mila. Oh, enu alafilu maybe it's the other way around maybe, when it says yisham b'nega it means even when it's in the milah Umani mikaimi mo so then what I do with Pasuk Vimobasarlato in baba heret. As long as there's no nega there. Tamadomar Basar Vafa We learn now from the word Basar that he does the Mila even though there is a baheret there. Now Rova poses the same question again, Amarova. What happened in this Brahta? The bright had three stages here. had a first stage where it said, Milaz Duha at tzarat. Second stage, where, maybe not. Maybe tzarat trumps milah. In the third stage, we have a limud. A real limud that teaches that milah is doha at the tzarat. So he wants to know what was going on in the Brighton through these three stages. What was the avamina? What was the question on that avamina? And then the maskana, which was that limud from the pasuk. So Rav poses the question. And mikara my my kashle. Why is he okay saying milah is doha tzarat up front? And then what question did he have that he... Pulled back from that and brought a limut. So I would say that Mila overrides the Tzarat because you'll do the Mila even though there's a nega there and Nishan Ben-Nega will apply to any other area besides the Mila because Mila overrides Tzarat my timer how do you know that? same Kalmachomer that we used before Shabbat, that is Chamur we already know that Mila overrides it certainly it should override and you know, if Mila can override Shabbat, and soon you should be able to override Tzarat. Shabbat is so chamor. If you can override Shabbat, you still going override Tzarat. My O-A-No de Kamar, but then why did he pull back from that? Why did he say that's not a good novel Chomer? Ha-De Kamar Shabbat chamira. How do you know that Shabbat is more chamor? Dilma Tzarat chamira. Maybe Tzarat is more chamor. How do I know that? Why would I think Tzarat is more chamor? From the limu that we had at the top of the Amud, which is, Shken dochet avodah avodah shabbat Because we know that Tzarat is tzarat. Et avoda kohen who is, has as a may not perform avoda and avoda is to shabbat so again if I use that transitive property if terad trumps kohen avoda and avoda trumps shabbat then terad trumps shabbat I means terad is greater than shabbat so now I don't have an option basar so that's why I had the of basar to teach me that milah overrides terad because I can't make it in a logical argument. What here is interesting. Rava is actually presenting both sides. In the first case, Robert presented the position that maybe Shabbat is more chamor. And the reason that Tzerat undermines a It's not because it's more chamor, but simply because it's a God of the L'chazi, Because he's, he's ice When he had Tzarat, he's not called a going. Then over here, he suggests the other way around. We suggest that maybe Shabbat is more chamor than Tzarat. And then he says, no, maybe not. Maybe Tzarat is not more chamor than Tzarat. That Tzarat is really more chamor. So he's rejected with the opposite side. But the truth is, it's not that Ravah necessarily has a strong opinion. Either way, the only thing he's pointing out is that you can't make the Kavachomer. Kavachomer demands that the logic follows through. What Rav is pointing out is that you don't necessarily have the logic that you need. In each case, I can tell you that the logic could have been the other way. If it could have been, if it's an option to go the other way, then you can't make a Kavachomer. Kavachomer says that this is the only way to learn it. And so Rava's in each case, is presenting the other side, not because he believes that's right... But simply to show you that you can't make such a large garment of a kavachome. We have another attempt at this, which is mila docha tetzerat, my taima, ta'ati ase vidachi lotase. Because you have the ase of mila, comes and overrides the lotase of Hishamba b'nege Because we have a principle. The principle is ase docha lotase. So, if I say to do mila, velota say not to remove a baherita in nega, asay to say, so the mila will override the sarat. So that would be the havamina. Before we said the hava minah was a kavachomer. If mila is dochashabad, it certainly should override tzarat. And the Quran says, you can't say that because maybe tzarat is more chamur. Now the Quran says, no, this was the havamina and the bright. The havamina and the bright was this. Asay to say. So my oeno, da kamar. So then, why does the breita reject the fact that it's asay dochelota say? That's only by lotase That's only by a regular lotase. Principle of lotase only applies when you have an assay, a positive commandment coming up against a lotase. Then it overrides it. But if you have an assay that's going up against an assay and a lotase, it's not doche. Like for instance, by Shabbat. By Shabbat, you have a restriction against doing but You also have a positive commandment to keep Shabbat. So since you have both a lota say, which means don't violate the Shabbat, don't do malacha, and you have a positive commandment to keep Shabbat, that type of lota say you can't say a say dochalota say because you have another ase there that says don't do it what has two formulations of why it doesn't work. When you have an assay versus an assay and say, it has two formulations why it doesn't work. Now, first of all, what is the assay and say by Tzarat? Rashi quotes, and Toswot agrees, it says, shamer, which was what we quoted before, Hishammer Tzarat, that's the lotassay. shamer means, be careful. Careful means, don't do this, don't remove the Tzarat. Then the Pasuk continues, it says, Lasod kolesher yeru, that you have to do Everything that they teach, whatever the Kohanim say, So that's the assay. So by Tzarat, I have a Lotaseh, which means don't remove it. And I have an say to listen to what you're supposed to do. So now I have an assay by Mila. And I want to put it up against the assay and lotase of Tzarat. So why doesn't it work? So Tosafot has two formulations of why it doesn't work. One formulation is, it does work. The assay is doche and the So I have Mila. And Mila overrides the Shamer B'nega Tzarat. The only problem is, okay, I solved the problem of lotus So the assay is still for I still have an assay left. So I can't violate Tsarat, not because there's a lotus say there, but simply because the assay left afterwards. That's one possibility. The other way Tzobot formulates it is that by the fact that it has an assay, Teaches you that the lotase is not a simple lotase; it's a stronger lotase. The fact that the Torah associates an assay with this lotase makes it a powerful lotase, and the assay of Mila is no longer able to overcome the lotase because the assay by tzarat tells me that the lotase by tzarat is much stronger. We have that in other places. The Gemara says it by the lotase that involves korait, a lotase that involves. Something much stronger than a typical Lotase, then we don't say ase dochalotase because lotase is too strong. You can't overcome that by top of lotase, so that might be the explanation. There's a big nafkah mina which is what happens if you do it anyway. What happens if you do a mila even when there's terat there? What are you in violation of? If you say that the first formulation that I said until spoke that ase dochalotase, and all that's left is the ase of the terat. Then you're in violation of an assay. That's it. On the other hand, if I say here that the assay is not docha say because the is too strong, because the assay makes it a strong lotase, if you violate it, you do the milan, even though there's a negative there, you'll be in violation both of a lotase and an assay. There's enough gamino aloha how you formulate this about why assay is not docha, assay and lotase. Or the other option where the possibility is that the assay disappears. For whatever reason, the assay disappears. Then maybe the assay would be a docha If you say assay is docha say, just the assay is left over. But in a case if you say the say strengthens lotase, then we would never say, ase doche lotase. So there's a naf between those two formulations. But if one of those two applies here, which is that you have an mila, and if a say lotase, that applies to tzurat. So therefore the right to reject this idea that I could have learnt it out from ase doche lotase. So then the Gemara says, okay, if that's the case So then I would think maybe you can only do a milah when there's no that gets out there The Gemara says That works for a gadol because The basar is written in the pasuk when we're talking about someone who is above the age of bar mitzvah katan also, it says the word basar by him. So I have the word basar by gadol, I have the word basar by katan How do I know someone's in the middle. What's in the middle? Someone's over eight days, but below the age of bar mitzvah. How do I know there that comes from a You can't learn it out directly from gadol shkina kareit. doesn't perform milah. It's chayav Karet. A benoni is below the age of bar mitzvah. He's not chayav in Karet. Can't learn it out from a katan, because a katan has his milah on the 8th day when he's supposed to. This person's not. So the shavesh, ben. what's the common denominator between the gadol and the katan? <laughs> they both get a milah and z'tochat tzarat. Each chumrah that you have, the chumrah of a bar onchin by the gadol doesn't apply to a child who's getting a milah on the 8th day. Child's getting it on 8th day, that doesn't apply to a gadol who's getting it much later. So their chumrotes are wiped away when you put the two together. The common denominator between them is that it's dochatzarat. Of course, and he's to molid So too, anybody gets a mila overrides tzerat. That is the din of this benoni. So now, rabba amar mila bizmana Dokha Lo tziyicha Brighta said before that mila bizmana is Dokha, both at Tsarat and mila is dochat the tzerat. So Raba says, I don't need the posse to teach me about mila bezmana. Mikal at you. I can learn it out of a Kavachomer. Masha bat chamira mila that is Dokha shabbat, which is much more chumor tzerat lo Certainly she. Will Override Sarat. i Rav the Rofla. Rashba poses the question to Rava, the question that Rava posed above. Rava before said, "How do you know that that's the logic over here? How do you know that Shabbat is more chamor than tzarat? Maybe tzarat is more chamor. Why? Because we know tzarat is docha avodah and avodah docha to Shabbat. So how do you know that your argument is logical? Mimai made the Shabbat chamira, till tzarat chamira. She ken docha avodah, docha Shabbat. Rava responds, ma ato mishum de tzarat, a mishum de gaver That reason is not because tzarat is more chamor than Shabbat.'" But rather, because the tzorat makes him not a kohen. It removes his shame kohen. It's a gavra that may not perform avodah. I? Why is that the case? We Biharto, Cut off the nega and then go do avodah. What's the problem here? You have an essay to do avodah. Avodah's essay to cut off the nega. Cut it off. So why is he a gavah de lochazi? Bechusar t'vilo. So says, well, you're still missing tvila. Even after you get the tzorat off, he still has to go to mikvit to be tahor. So he can't go do the avodah because he's still missing a piece of the puzzle. It um, says, nigayim That's good if it's a negatame. So therefore, in order to retire himself, he has to go to the mix. Nigaim Tehorim, what do you say about that? Mayika the Nega Tahor. Once we declare it Tahor, he doesn't have to go to the mikveh. Then why can't he just rip his neck off and they can go to Avodah This is a very important principle of an Ase Dokalotase. When do we say that? Gon Mila Bitzarat. That is when you're doing a milah and sarat, Inami tzitzit v'kilayim. Or another example is where tzitzit and it has kilayim in it. Why? At the moment you violate the lota say, you're also mikayim the assay. Which is very important. They have to be simultaneous. In order to override the lota say, you have to, at the moment you're doing the assay, override the lota say. If when you do the assay, you remove your violation of the assay, it happens simultaneous then it makes it inevitable, it makes it that you have to do the assay and violate the lotassay, because there's no other way around it. So there we say, Asay doha lot assay doha lotassay, on the other hand, the assay is only accomplished later, and the lotassay is violated right away, then we're not going to allow you to do that. And that's the case here. Mila bitsarat, you cut off the orlah, you accomplish the mila at the time you cut the orlah, you also remove the tsarat at that time. Kilayim b'tzitzit, you put on sitzit that have kilayim in them. The moment you're in violation of kilayim, which is when you wear them, you're also mikayim the mitzvah of tzitzit when you wear them. But that's not the case over here. Over here, the Kohen, when he rips the tzarat off his body, that's a lotaseh. Once he rips it off his body, he's not accomplishing the assay. He's just making himself ra'oi now to go do the avodah in the Mikdash, to do the assay later. And that you can't do. Rashi rejects this possibility of the Kohen ripping the tzarat off in order to accomplish the avodah, to make him ra'oi, not because it wouldn't make him ra'oi. The problem is simply that he can't do it. He doesn't have the dispensation to do it because he has a low say stopping him. and as I say, is not accomplished at the same moment that the lota say is violated. What's interesting here is Rava is the one that is making the comment or seems to have a strong position that Shabbat is more chamor than tarat. Even though again above Rava proposed the possibility that that guy is more chamor. Rava is the one who introduced the possibilities. Tosafot gives two answers to that. Either that when we said above it was rova, it was really rabble. and it wasn't Rava, so we don't have a stira. Or what I said to you before is that Rava above is just trying to undermine the kal and therefore he's giving both options. He himself really believes that Shabbat is more chamur. He's just saying you can't make a logical argument that that's the case because there is another option. This machlok between Rava and Rav is actually a machlok atanaim. This is a machlok between Rava Tivrei Rabbi Yoshaya. Rabbi Yoshaya says, you need the possible basar to teach you, even though there's a beheret there, you can cut it. Rabbi Yonatan Omer, Eino Tzarech, Shabbat chamura docha, Tzarat lo koshike. the logic that Rabbi Yochanan introduced before. If milah overrides Shabbat, which is more chamur, then certainly should override Tzarat, which is less chamur. That's the statement of Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yoshaia is similar to the position of Rav Safra. Safra says, I can't learn like you, Ravva because maybe. Sarat is more chamor. If I can't learn, if I have no argument, Serat could be more chamor. If more chamor, I have to go to a limud from the Pasuk, which I learned out of, Besar l'oto. From the word Basar, it teaches me that it overrides, that Mila overrides Sarat, and that'll be like the position of Rav Safra. Okay, we'll stop over here.